Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Rugby Yarns, brought to you by Hino Trucks, a better class of truck. I tell you what, better class of flanker, Matty Todd, and his day. He is with us now, part of the Canterbury setup. Good morning, Matt. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. How are you guys? Yeah, not too bad, mate. Not too bad. How was uh, how was dinner with Dag last night? Who picked <laughs> up the bill? No, not Daggy. No, it was good. Was good to see <laughs> hey, the economy's struggling out there. We need, we need to make good decisions. Now, it's good to catch up with you, Toddy. Obviously, you're into your storm week and you decided to, to stay on and uh, stay up in Auckland and be have your base here in Auckland with a camp after a pretty tough loss on the weekend. Mate, what was the decision around staying up for the, for the extra couple of days taking on counties tomorrow night? Yeah, I think it was just you know an opportunity to, to spend some time as a group. Obviously, you don't usually get that in the NPC chance to kind of be on a mini tour. So, and with game back up here Wednesday night versus Counties, it was a good opportunity. And um, you know, thankfully the the board okayed it because obviously it costs a little bit more when you start than having to fly back and forth. But mm. I think it's been good. Obviously, the result on Saturday wasn't good, but it's been some good time spent together since then, and hopefully. On Wednesday, we'll see the the benefits of that time that the group's got to spend together. Yeah, what have we made of this this season, uh, Toddy? Like you've you've had some solid performance performances where you've had to dig deep, but uh, you know performance, particularly that one on the Saturday, you were dominating Auckland in, in all facets really, but you weren't able to get the job done in the in the end, mate. What have you made of it? Yeah, just a bit inconsistent, I think, at times. Like we play some good footy and then we we undo it with silly moments and. Uh, poor decisions, poor execution. So sort of where we're at at the moment, which is a little bit frustrating. But, um, you know, I think there's good parts. You know, when our footy's good, it's really good. We just need to make sure we're more consistent with it and we just continue to grow our game. And that's all we're doing. And, you know, it's about, you know, building, I guess, your your game through the season. So that's sort of where we're at at the moment. But there's not too many more rounds left, so we kind of need to Mm. sort of start to put it all together for 80 minutes. Hey, Toddy, thanks for joining us uh, this morning. There's a lot of talk about the NPC going on at the moment, you know, with the Super Rugby and, and the international football and where it sits in, in New Zealand. Being a coach and, and going through it this year, how, how important is the NPC to the pathway? I think it's massive. Every year you see new, fresh talent come through and is unearthed and, and mm. it bridges that gap. Otherwise, it's a big step if you've got guys coming out at club footy straight into Super Rugby and whatnot, whereas having the NPC, it's a good bridge between that. It exposes them to that kind of professional environment, see how they operate in that, um, and sets them up to be more prepared for when they do come to Super Rugby so they can, I guess, perform at that level uh, faster.
Yeah, from what I'm hearing on the ground, Toddy, is a lot of pundits uh, are a bit over the same old stadiums, the big, empty corporate stadiums that are hosting these matches. We saw what it did for North Harbour, and you played at Northcote and on Ewood Domain, and obviously seeing the crowd there. Would you love to see Canterbury maybe potentially go to Rugby Park, where the final for the Farah Palmer was played, and potentially have a crack? I know you played at Rangiora. How was that experience? Yeah, Rangiora was awesome. Like, yeah, I'd love, you know, the smaller stadiums for NBC are great. Um, when we took the one to Rangiora, it was awesome. You get people coming along that potentially don't, you know, often come along when it's at um, the main stadium. So, yeah, those smaller venues for NBC are perfect. It gets the fans nice and close. It creates that atmosphere that you don't have in those big stadiums. So, yeah, I'd be all for more games at those smaller mm. sort of club-type grounds. is great. So Canterbury Rugby Union is paying for you guys to stay up here, mate. I thought Toshiba would have taken care of that. <laughs> <laughs> Canterbury Rugby, they're good, they're good supporters of us. Yeah, mate. Yeah, no, no. I mean, that, that game against Auckland, mate, I'm, I'm, you know, raise the flag, mate, born and bred in Auckland. So, <laughs> But I I honestly, at the tab, had backed you. You were the, you were the fourth leg of a, of, a, of a multi for me, so it was a bit dark to see you didn't get up. Um, so uh, what's the plan for counties this week, mate? How do you prep for a storm week like this? Yeah, it's obviously tough. You can't do a lot of training. It's, you know, I guess you sort of review um, Saturday night's game where we need to be better. And I don't, this week it's more about what you do off the field, the conversations you have, making sure any kind of, Eras we all stuff we didn't quite execute. We have those discussions around what we need to do better, and just get everyone aligned, get everyone recovered. Well, um, I ain't been up here. That's helped. That everyone recovery's been really good. You know, mentally, mm-hmm. everyone sort of just staying somewhere different. It freshens you up as well. So hopefully that that works well for us, and um, and just sort of being together. There's a real nice buzz in the team at the moment. So I think that that's what staying up here's been good for us. Freshens us up, gets us excited for a bit of time away as a team, and you know, hopefully we see a nice, energetic, um, enthusiastic performance on Wednesday night. Hey, Matt, I saw the uh, the, the name in Ethan Blackadder and when the boys are in the circle and the team's named mm. him. What, what sort of stuff does that do? It Like, just talking about this level, when you know you can go back to NPC and play, and I know Ethan's a, an all-black already, but when kids are coming through, they see that, they become a part of it, and, you, and you're in there as a team and you, you, you do that naming, what sort of boost do you, do you think the team gets out of that? Yeah, exactly. I mean, everyone shares in that success of, of Ethan getting the called up. You know, you can see the excitement the Tassie boys had when it was read out and everyone feeds off that energy. Because you, 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 all the teammates at Tassie, you know, they play a small little part in getting them back and um, allowing them to sort of get healthy and put himself in that frame. So I think everyone shares that success and... Like say for young guys coming through to be able to rub shoulders with Ethan, they'll learn a hell of a lot. You know, just seeing how he goes about his week and that, and it's great for their development, and, and that's what the NPC is all about. Ah, beautiful, Tony. Sorry, mate, I just got my coffee delivered and oh. I got the change back. I'm wondering what's happening. But uh, so there you go. I haven't paid for another feed. There you go. Hey, Tony, just just on that uh, All Blacks performance, you would have been over from uh, a playing point of view, a coaching point of view. Um, obviously, the inclusion of three fetches from the outset and they had that injury to uh, Sam Kane, so weren't able to go there. But the breakdown discipline was a little bit concern. Where do the All Blacks just need to adjust going forward to take on Namibia, Italy? Like, What, what changes would you make from a breakdown point of view? Yeah, I think, I think some of it they just got out of structure a little bit, so then you 
you know, your people cleaning aren't quite where they need to be. And um, when you, and like, I think just our, our sort of set on attack, we got a little bit sloppy in that second half. We obviously want to try play at pace. And, but when we get out of structure and we don't quite get our set up right, that's when we get exposed to the breakdown, especially the big Frenchies. If you let them get over the ball, hard to move. And then I think it starts the ball carry as well. Do a little bit better job on that ball placement and looking after the ball, and then it makes the cleaner's job easy. And then as soon as few um, penalties come in, it just slowed the game down, turned it into you know the sort of game the Frenchies want, went into set piece, and you know they were able to get their energy back, and you know when they're fresh and they've mm. got energy, they're even harder to compete with at the breakdown. Hey Todd, just looking at the game, I haven't had a chance to to talk to Izzy about that this morning. But you know, when you were in there, you, you yourself and the role that you used to play, isn't it like when you break it right down, really simple for the likes? Everyone talks about Richie Moonga, Bowden Barrett, Will Jordan, but isn't it as simple as that? If the forwards aren't doing the job in the middle of the park, so that they're actually moving forward, getting their kick in right, um, as opposed to this rush defence. Then, then it's really about the Ford stepping up here in the in the tournament. Because when we look at it, we've got to go to South Africa probably in the quarterfinals. If we're playing back foot like we did in the first game against the French, then it, we've got no chance. Yeah, exactly. If you if you win the the speed of the ruck and you're getting quick ball and you're going forward to the ball and you're giving those backs time and space, then it's an easy day at the office. It's when you the ball's slow, the D line set every time they get the ball. They're under pressure, then it's hard. It's it's a simple game when you get it right, but it's, it's obviously easier said than done. But you dominate the breakdown, dominate the speed of the, the breakdown, it makes everything else that much easier. Todd, you just wanted to, because you're one of the you know uh, my greatest leaders that I've played with, greatest play, and I really and I really admired the way that you were able to deal with pressure and and adjust on on the go. There was a question that came to me quickly, like how difficult is it for for teams players to adjust from a game plan that potentially isn't working from an All Blacks point of view? What needs to change from that sense? Uh, are the players were they a little bit possum in the headlights situation? Was there an opportunity to adjust and adapt, and where would that be? Yeah, I don't know. I guess, I guess it's sort of having gone into the game, you need to kind of gone through in your head, you know, if this isn't working, what do we go to? If this isn't working, what do we go to? So when you get into that situation in the game, you've kind of talked about it or you have a plan around how to deal with it because if you haven't sort of addressed mm. it before, when it is in the heat of battle and it's not working, it's hard to kind of come up with the answers on the spot. But if you've had an idea of, you know, what you go to if this doesn't work, you know, if we're not getting results here, this works, then you're kind of prepared and you can. it's easy to flip into. So it be interesting to see what they, they took out of that game around being able to adjust and, mm. and how they can adjust more effectively. Matt, the other thing that I, I – it was a bit of a head-scratcher for me was I looked at it and I went, OK, so we've got Dalton Papali'i, Adi Savia, Sam Kane as our named you know back three, if you like. Then Sam goes down with an injury and you swap Dalton – over to seven, but you got Luke Jacobson there, but they don't go with him. They put a lock in Tupu Vai at six. Felt like they kind of were second guessing their game plan. Were you surprised at that that Jacobson didn't get the start? Yeah, to be honest, I was. Like given exactly what you talked about, they obviously went in with the three kind of fetches to start, and mm. then went away from that last minute. So um, yeah, I don't know. I guess maybe maybe they wanted the balance on the bench. Then if they wouldn't have had any other Lucy sort of coming off the bench potentially, but. Yeah, it's hard to say.
Yeah, beautiful, Toddy. We appreciate you coming on the show, my friend, and uh, all the best tomorrow night. Uh, Pukakoi taking on the Steelers and uh, looking forward probably to get home and then taking on Southland on Sunday. So it's a big week for you and the coaching group, mate. Appreciate your time and good to catch up last night, buddy. I'll catch you back in Christchurch. Sounds good, mate. Cheers. Cheers, Matt. Uh, Hino Trucks, a better class of truck to make your working life easier. Visit Hino.co.nz, uh, bringing you rugby yarns. What do you think of that? What uh, Matt Todd had to say, give us a text, double eight double three or 0800 150 It's Some interesting points, I thought, is he? Yeah, just uh, it's interesting you talked about the what-ifs and you know scenarios and, and planning for those throughout the week. They would have planned for that. They would have played. They probably didn't plan for Sam Kane going down the water for fees potentially not there and going to Tupo Vaya. I think it was a uh, quite com- confusing for a lot of people. Even Matt Todd, you know, when you're going into a, uh, a game and you know the French are big, um, you know they they really try and put a lot of pressure on the breakdown. And what is our biggest asset? And Dan McCarty spoke about it last week. Is we we play unstructured play. We love to dominate the breakdown and create turnovers. And then they go back to Tupo Vaya. Only reason I reckon they went to Tupo Vai is, is Luke Jacobson probably isn't a genuine line-out opportunity, an option. So probably looking for a little bit of height. He's played a, a little bit at six, but you're looking more for a line-out. So probably confused themselves and, and weren't able to, to adjust and adapt. But, um, yeah, it could take a lot from that. And Graham's called through out of Christchurch, the uh, president of the Israel Dag fan club. Uh, <laughs> 0800 1508. Good morning, Graham. How are you? Oh, good, mate. Yeah, yeah. And I'm also the president of a Matt Todd fan club, so it's an auspicious occasion, this. Yeah. So. And the Canterbury uh, and Crusaders team. So. But, uh, yeah, no, good interview with Toddy. Great guy, uh, great player, as, um, as he knows, and uh, made some great points about the Canterbury-Auckland game, too. I think the uh, Canterbury team, as he intimated, they blew it a bit, I thought, but... Because Auckland, um, you know, gave them the chances, and you know, Auckland got a very a ruthless uh, attacking side to their game, even though they draw a bit of criticism themselves. But with the All Blacks, yeah, it's a it's going to be a big turnaround, and you know, it's just a, it's a shame in a way we haven't got tougher opposition next. But that's just the nature of the World Cup, isn't it? So um, yeah, it'll be with Namibia coming up on Saturday, isn't it? So. Yeah, no, um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they'll probably give a lot of other players a run, um, I imagine. But it's great to see Ethan Blackadder over there, another one of the gods of rugby. Uh, Alberta Tasman and Marco's Crusader, but yeah, great guy too. But I'm very pleased he's over there. Hey, Graham, obviously they've got Namibia and then they've got a 12-day turnaround and then they take on Italy. So there's a little bit of a break in between games. This weekend... How do they approach this this point? We, we want to. They're going to see certain players that probably didn't play in that first test match, but we can't because in that three weeks mm. between tests, so you've got to approach this with a little bit of caution, really, that knowing that there's there's a big break. If there are certain selections that you would love to see, what would that be? Who would that be? Well, I mean, Ethan. I mean, he's a, he's a, he's coming in late, but yeah, he's a possibility whether they bring him in straight away. Is one. I mean, I'd love to see Will Jordan try it at full, but well, we know how good he is at fullback. Mm. But get a run at fullback because um, I think they'll they'll change up quite a few positions. I imagine. I, I think there will be a lot of changes personally. But even though there is a gap, I just think they have to do that with the squad to keep them. You know, you got to have that competition, and they all and most World Cup teams do that. Uh, yeah, so I mean, I'd love to see him at fullback and. Yeah, and David Avili second, um, five, two. But I mean, you know, that's the opposition they're going to have, and yeah, that they're, they're, they're a couple I'd like to see. And um, 
Yeah, it'll be, it's going to be interesting. Obviously, the locks will, with Scott Barrett, he won't be there. So, um, yeah, it'll be the, you know, one of the young, young lock there with um, possibly Sam Whitelock, because so, he'll have to play if oh, Ritalik's back, so he can play Brody Ritalik with um, the young guy whose name mm. escapes me now. But, yeah, they, I mean, they're going to have to make changes like that to freshen players up. They can't yeah, just drag the will. team out again. Yeah. yeah, no, good stuff, Graham. Thanks very much for your call. 0800 811 is the number. Uh, yeah, I do wonder whether or not, given you talked about that 12-day turnaround, if they can afford just to give everybody a run or they have to put out close to their best team to try and execute what they want to do come a quarter-final. Cause but, they, you know. I can see them. Kempi, like you've been a coach, Kempi. Like, how do you approach this situation now? Like, they've got potentially twenty-one days between this this week in Italy, and that's Italy's a, a huge matchup, trying to punch their way to the quarterfinals. Like, at this week's an interesting one. Like, do you afford to rest players, give them two weeks off away from the footy field, and potentially play an internal game in the middle of that week? to give yep. them a, a runaround, or do you just go out and just say, look, stuff it, we need to find some continuity and some consistency with the, the game plan and play the best team ever? Oh, I'd probably say you play the best team. I know we're running the risk yep. of, of running injuries. You play the best team, you bring Cam Roygaard in. There you go. Get him in there. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Like You just don't have the luxury of... Uh you know, wrestling players going into the South African game a little bit underdone, mm. and and you've got to be this. You know, you've got to think too. Like Italy are sitting their game. Well, man, if we play the game of our lives, we go through the, the quarterfinals for the first time in our in our World Cup history. You know, by beating the All Blacks, so they, they'll get a bit of a game against Italy. Um, but I'm a little bit worried that they're going into the game in the quarterfinals a little bit underdone. So I'd be playing the best best players and. It, Mate, tournaments, they get time off. If you lose a player, you, lo- you lose a player. You can't be going into a tournament worried about doing doing that. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it's. I think you've got to give them an opportunity to get out there and really steal themselves. Um, I agree. And to do that, you can't just keep putting them on the back burner and saying, well, you've got this week to get, get ready, you know, and then you have a break for two weeks. Um, it has to be some consistency going into that big game because the, the game everyone's waiting for is a quarterfinals. That's, that's do or die for us.